we've been looking, haven't we? How many of you would say you know the Holy Spirit really well? How many of you would say you know the Holy Spirit? Okay, a few. Kind of. You're in church, you can put your hand up. All right. We've been looking at this passage, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And we said, you know, like God speaks in so many ways. You know who speaks to us? It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the connection, if you like, between the Father, the Son, and you and me. It's the Spirit that does all of these things. It's the Spirit that brings the miracles. It's the Spirit that speaks. It's the Spirit that uh, works through your thoughts. It's the Spirit that works through circumstances. It's the Holy Spirit. And we need to know the Holy Spirit, part of the Trinity, well. Because the Spirit is the one that connects to you. If you don't know the Spirit, then you don't know the connection. I could ask you the same way, how many of you have heard from God this week? Because if you've heard from God, if you've heard the voice of God, which is what we've been talking about, then you will have heard the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the voice of God. Okay? So we need to become familiar with the Spirit of God and how the Spirit operates and what the Spirit's role is. Jesus says, I'm going to go to the Father. I'm not going to leave you alone because I'm going to send the connection, right? I'm going to send the Spirit that connects, if you like, the Father and me to you that will continue to work. He will do even greater things because Jesus said, I'm, I'm stuck in one body. So I, I can't go everywhere. Like yesterday, you know, how many people here got invited to the palace or to, to Westminster Abbey? Were you sitting there in the background? I didn't see you there, Savash, but you know, like there was a lot of people, I must admit, you know. Like we didn't get, I, didn't, I was waiting. I was waiting for my invite, but it never came. And so I couldn't go. Really, it's, why? Because it's only in one place at one time. And Jesus was like that. He said, it's better I go away because the Spirit can talk to everybody everywhere all at the same time, right across the globe. And you don't have to come to me. I'm coming to you. So, so I'm always there available. And so the Spirit speaks to all these different ways. As we keep saying, you know, how many of you read your Bible over four times last week? Good. Numbers are going up. Fantastic, because that's the, the paramount way that the Spirit said, is, I'm the Spirit of the Word, the truth. And I will speak through that. But today we're going to look at the Spirit as the voice of God. How does the Spirit speak to us? And, and what, what is it that the Spirit does? We're going to read together from 1 Corinthians 12. It says this, now, to each one, the manifestation, what's manifestation? That's a long word. What does manifestation mean? The period, the material, yeah, the, the presence of the Spirit, right? If, if I manifest something, I'm going to manifest my handkerchief out of my pocket. Suddenly it's appeared, now it's disappeared, right? That's the manifestation. So, now, each one, the, the presence, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one that's given a Spirit the, through the Spirit, a message of wisdom, to another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another, faith by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another, miraculous powers, to another, prophecy, to another, distinguishing between Spirits, to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues, 
and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. I just want to look today at that first verse that we read, verse 7, 1 Corinthians 12, 7. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. The Spirit loves to be in your life. Right, everybody stand up, please. I told you today, it's all age service, all right? I want you to stretch because you're going to need it. I don't want anybody pulling no muscles today, right? Stretch. Up high, over to the left. Stretch. <clears throat> Round to the other way. I'm not going to ask you to touch your toes because I'll never get back up. All right, okay, good. Bit of jogging on the spot a little bit. Okay, you're limbered up now. Okay, this is what I want you to do. I want, I'm going to test your intelligence and your agility today. You ready? That's why you've limbered up. You're ready now. You're feeling loose. <laughs> feeling good. Okay, I want you to get into your birthday months. Ready? You understand what I'm asking? All the Januarys together, all the Februarys together. Ready, set, go. Okay, how are we getting on? How's it going, guys? How's the intelligence rating here? May? No. Okay. Okay, everybody stop. This is chaotic. Everybody for a minute. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, ha hands up if you're January. January? Okay, any January, go back over there. All right, January. February. Where's February? Oh, we've got two Februarys. Okay, February, get together. February, go get together. March. Oh, that was, a, that was a bad month. March. Okay, get together, March. All together. April. April's all over. Oh, come on, April. Get together. Amin Yakub, get down here to April. You're April. Get down here, mate. No, it's come down here. Come, April. Come, come. Okay, May. Where's May? Okay, we've got May split everywhere. Go, go, go over to May. Keep hands up if you're May. June. Go, go, May. Keep your hands up if you're May. June. June. No, we've done January. What are you doing, January? Oh, they're lost. They're lost, and I'm confused. June, where's June? Okay, June sorted. July? Any other Julys? August. August is the best. August is the best. Yeah, August. Okay. There's no point carrying on after August, really, is there? Uh, also, September. Oh, September's pretty decent. October. 
October has the highest intelligent rating so far. They're all together. I'm impressed with October. November? Oh, they, they lucked out there. They just, they didn't know they were together, but they are. December? The, the least said about December, the better. Okay, we're going to, it's the first of the month, isn't it? So, you know, Lillian here has kindly made an amazing cake out there. And, and because it's the first of the month, we're going to sing happy birthday to the April gang. Amin, come on down. Amin. Okay, go stand next to Amin. So he's part of... I told you I'd embarrass everybody. I don't know why he's... No, no. Right, all the Aprils are together. We're going to sing happy birthday to April. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. All right. And let's just pray, Father, even the, uh, the ones that are, don't just want to be involved, we thank you for them anyway. Thank you for all those with their birthdays in April, and we ask for your continued blessing upon them. They have a long wait now for another birthday. But, Lord, we want to thank you and praise you. Thank you for celebrations and milestones. And just continue to bless them, we pray, in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, why did I do this? Apart from to get all the Aprils together. That was my sneaky reason. Because the Bible says, what? Now to each one. Just as we have birthdays, everybody is involved. There's not a single person here that didn't get into a group, right? Except Amin, who tried to forget that it was his birthday in April. I told you to just... <laughs> He's giving me the magic eye over there. He's like, okay, the manifestation, the presence of the Spirit is given to everyone. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, the Spirit wants you. He wants to speak to you, be involved with you. It's not just for the super spiritual up the front, guys. Right? Not just for those that preach and teach or do it. It's for everyone, to each one, he says, if you're a follower of Christ. In the same way we have a birthday, anybody here that doesn't have a birthday? No. In the same way, the Spirit says, I want to come and be with you, Right? You follow me, you, you've said yes to Jesus, what you get is the Spirit, right? And the Spirit says, this is for you. All of this, everything else is for you. So to each one, he says, okay, you can, you can have a seat now. Thank you. Just get ready, though. Don't, don't get stiff on me, right? You've got to keep supple today, right? Each one. He said, to each one... The presence of the Spirit is given for the common good. The second thing I want you to understand about the Spirit is that it's, whoa, the Spirit is the one that gives. It's kind of like this. I have a box of heroes. 
Imagine I'm the Holy Spirit. Let me get into this. There we go. Now, the Spirit does this. He says, I'm going to give this one to you. I'm going to give this one to you. And I'm going to give this one to you. You're very welcome. That's exactly what you should say to the Spirit. And he says, you know what? I'm going to give this one to you. You've been on holiday. You don't get one. I'm going to give this one to you. And I'm going to give this one to you. Anyone else? Ooh, anyone else like one? See, what we would like is to say that the Spirit gives gifts to those who ask, or those who desire, or those who want. And actually, what you would really prefer is to go, you know what, I don't really like that one. I prefer to have one of the other ones. I'm going to give that one to you. Oh, that's my favorite. And I'm going to give that one to you. But not to your husband, because he said he was at the thing yesterday. One for you. One for you. You see, the Spirit, it says, gives, right? The Spirit is the one that chooses what to give to whom and how to give it. You don't get a choice. It's not like something you can choose, is it? The manifestation of the Spirit is what? It's given. You don't choose. Just in the same way I chose who I was going to give, and I chose which one I was going to give to which person. You don't, you don't get to choose how the manifestation comes. It's the Spirit. And secondly, it's a gift, or thirdly, it's a gift. What did you do to deserve having a sweet this morning? Nothing. Some of you put your hands out and I completely ignored you. Didn't I, Pete? Right? It's a gift, which means you can't earn it. You don't deserve it. None of you deserved having a chocolate today, did you? You didn't do anything for me. For me to go, oh, you know what? You're so fantastic, I'll give you a chocolate. I just decided to go and buy a chocolates and hand them out to whoever I chose to hand them out to. And I gave some to some, and some people sitting next to them were going, please give me a chocolate. And I was just, no, because I could see it in their faces. I see the saliva coming slightly down their face, you know? It's the Spirit that gives. And it's a gift. And He decides which of the gifts that we read about, and there's other passages of Scripture, He's going to give to who? It's not for you and me to decide. The Spirit looks on you and says, this is the gift I'm going to give to them. This is the way I'm going to manifest myself in their life. This is how I want to do it. And we say, as you did, what did you say to me? You said, thank you. 
Brilliant. That's exactly how we should respond. Some of the adults didn't even thank me. They just went, hmm. Right? That's exactly how we should do it. We just say, you know what? We don't deserve any gift. We don't, we don't earn it. We, it means you can't lose it either because it's a gift. And so the Spirit gives. And what does He give? Well, He gives it for who? Now, this is where the chocolates don't work. Because He gives it for the common good. Which means it's not for you specifically. Yes, it is for you. The gift is for you. But it's for everyone. Lillian made an amazing chocolate cake out there. You know, I felt like just testing it to make sure how amazing it was with my little finger. But then I realized I couldn't smooth it over after. So I decided against it. But she made it for the common good. Yesterday in, in the service of Charles, what was he? He was, you know, he was crowned to serve the people for the common good. Not for him to be elevated to some position, but as a place like his mother did to an amazing degree of service for everyone else. And the Spirit gives you the gifts. The Spirit manifests Himself. The Spirit speaks to you, not for use per se. Yes, it blesses us. But that's not the aim of it. The aim of it is for everybody else. Look around you. It's for the people sitting next to you and in front of you and behind you. That's why the Spirit gives these gifts. In Ephesians 4, Paul says that it's given so that we may all reach maturity. We may all grow up and help and reach that maturity. Which means also in this passage that all the gifts, the variety of ways the Spirit manifests itself is so many different ways. But every single gift, every single way the Spirit speaks to you and through you to others is essential. It's important. It's really important. And there's no hierarchy of gifts. You know, in the church so often we, we look at certain people, preachers and worship leaders as somehow being up there, right? And, and it's what you no, it's just a different way the Spirit has called me to manifest Himself through me to you. It doesn't make it any more important or less important than somebody doing washing up or serving or cleaning or, or doing sound or, you know, whatever it is. It's all essential. Just think of the number of people that are involved in a service today, Right? If we didn't have screens, how would we know what to, what to sing? If we didn't have the live stream, how would people at home know what to be able to view it? If we didn't have the, the musicians, how would we, you know, would we sing? If we didn't have the preacher, how, how would you learn? If we didn't have people, to, the chairs were a mess when we came in this morning and somebody put them all back straight again. How, if we didn't have somebody set up tea and coffee, how would we, you know? We would just have cake and that would be it. If we didn't have somebody who thought about us and break cake and bring it, we wouldn't have cake. It, it's just a whole load of gifts and, and manifestations of the Spirit working together 
for us to enjoy. If we didn't have somebody paying the bills, then we wouldn't have light and everything else that goes in on here, right? And so it goes on. If we didn't have children's workers, how would our children, you know, learn and grow? And it's, it's the way God does it. So often, I think, in the church, we, we kind of elevate certain gifts over other gifts, and we mustn't do that. The Spirit doesn't do it, and neither should we. So how, how does this really work in practice? At the back of the church, there are two tables there. Can you set those tables up for me, please? And not together, put them separate, one over in the aisle and one over in the corner there. Jeff, you're going the wrong way, mate. Can you come over here? Okay. Can you, do you mind setting that up? Can somebody else come out here and use their gifts and abilities and set one of these up across the front somewhere? Doesn't matter where it goes. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, I told you it would test your intelligence. There you go. There's two more. He's got it. Right. Okay. How does all this work? Thank you. Brilliant job. I want to try and demonstrate to you or show you how this all works in practice. I'm going to give you something, and when I give it to you, I want you just to, to look at it. Okay? I'm going to give you one each. Because this is what the Spirit does. Just look at it when I give it to you. Just look at it. No? This is going to take a while. You can talk amongst yourselves while I'm doing this if you want to. There's only one Holy Spirit. I'm sorry. And that's me. I'm in trouble. Hmm. Thank you all. Right. See, the Spirit distributes as the Spirit chooses. And the Spirit, as we know, gives to who? Everyone. Just look at your peace. Get used to your peace. Figure out what you think it might be. Any ideas what you think they might be?
Anybody get some peace? Okay. See, the Spirit has a full-time job. It would have been a lot easier and a lot quicker if Inika had helped me. Well, that's not how it works. Look at this and see where you think it may fit. I'm not going to forget you. There, you get a special one there. There you go. Right, how are we doing here? That's, uh, I can, uh, right. I'll come round for you guys. Everybody got a piece yet? No? need four bits. One, two, three, and four. Right, who's not got a bit yet? You guys haven't got a piece. Okay. Hang on, I didn't say move yet. What's going on here? Everybody's starting a. There's one for you. There's one for you. Yeah, it is. Is it? Have you got my head? There you go. Okay, has everybody got one piece? Anybody not got a piece? Just wait a sec. You see, sometimes the Spirit doesn't just give one piece, one gift. Sometimes the Spirit gives two or three. Okay. So you guys just got initiative now. Did I tell you to try and put them together? Okay. See these guys, they just take liberties. Okay, see now, I don't know what you guys are doing, but anyway. Wait, wait. 
So, we said, okay, listen up. We said that the, each one, right, has a gift. Each one the Spirit gives at least one. Sometimes the Spirit gives two or three. Right, but the thing is, this is how it works. The Spirit manifestation is given for the common good. Now, it's not just given for you alone. You have to work out where it fits together. Now, how do you do that? How, how, many, how, many, uh, how many pictures do we have? Six? Maybe six. Maybe I just put table up that hasn't got a picture. Maybe it's one. Where can you find out? Well, from the Spirit, you find out through the Scriptures. The Scriptures will show you where it fits. Firstly, it will show you what your gifting is, and secondly, how it fits together. Now, I, I'm going to pretend that this is the Scriptures, right? See, this is how it all works. As you read the Word of God, which is why it's so important to read, you will find out, one, what your gifting is, and secondly, how it fits together with others. Amen? Now, I want you to think about each of these pictures. There are six pictures, which is why I put six tables out. It's two at the back, four at the front. Now, I want you to come and bring, but when you bring your picture, your piece, just stand by your piece. If you've got two pieces, you've got a lot of running to do between the two. Now, I'm going to help you because this is as though you've read your word. When you read your word, you realize where the bigger picture is of the, what the Spirit is doing and where your bit falls in. It's like seeing this or this or this. Some of you are going, oh, that's my bit, that's my bit, right? Or this or this. And when you know the word well, you know what you can see? Or this handsome-looking group. When you know the word well, you see this. Now, see if you can go and put your piece or pieces. But stay by your pieces if you can. Put them together. I told you I'm going to test your intelligence today. Okay? Have you got your pieces? This is how the Spirit works. So stay there when you've got, stay on your table if you've got that. No, if you've got more than one piece, Pauline, you'll have to go and figure out where the other one goes as well. But remember where you put your other one, okay? If you've got two pieces, how's it going? Okay, you want to be on this table, yeah? Good job. Okay, so if you can figure them out, where they all go. 
Anybody got their pictures complete yet? Almost. Stay by your table. You got it complete? You got two bits missing. Okay, anybody got it done? You done? Brilliant. Oh, you got a handsome picture of those amazing guys. Yep. You remember where your piece is here, okay? And then if you've got more than one, it does get complex. I did it deliberately so I didn't cut anybody's head in half. You done at the back? Hands up if you're done. Yeah, you're done. These guys are done. We still need the internal church bit. We've got two bits missing, I think. They're done. Two pieces missing down here. We, you done? Okay. If you've got more than one piece, just stay by one table, okay? If you've got more, if you've had more than one piece. Now, imagine for a moment these are different areas of ministry. You've got ministry inside the church, ministry outside of the church. The reason I gave you this is because who's next to you? Who, which, who are the people that your peace touches? Find out who touches your piece in, in the puzzle where you're standing right now. Who's next to you? Which, which other pieces? So put your finger on your piece. Which was your piece? Okay, so who touches? Because in the spiritual realm, what happens is that when the Spirit gives you a gift, okay, it works in conjunction with everybody else's gifts. And there'll be people that will be next to you in their gifting that enable you and the Spirit to work through your gifting to make it work. And so it's not something you just do on your own. It's something that you have to do together, and there will be people coming up close to you with their gifting. That's why the Spirit gives to each one as He chooses so that your gifting will work with other people's gifting, Right? to form the whole picture. And there'll be people that'll be near to you, touching you effectively, like next to your piece, next to where you are, and people within the same area of ministry that will be a little bit further away from you, but, but doing the same thing so that that ministry happens. Do you get that? Now, what I want you to do is, do you know what the gift is in, in real life, what the gift is that the Spirit has given you. To each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. And then it lists the gifts, right? In 1 Corinthians and in Romans. Do you know what that gift is? If you don't know what your gift is, I want you to just to take your piece off of the puzzle and hold it for a moment. If you don't know. If you can't say, this is what the Spirit has called me to do, 
I know this is where I fit right now. It's fine. But if you're not sure, just take your piece up and kind of go, actually, and just hold it for a minute. Now, how many of you have, have your puzzle pieces still intact and how many of you have holes in it? Because you're not sure what the Spirit is calling you to do. You're not sure where quite you fit in, where that manifestation should be outpoured. If you look on this one down here, right? There's holes. And I'm sure if, if you're all being honest, there will be holes in every puzzle. And that hole is the hole that you're supposed to fill. This is, this is the church. The church works because the Spirit has given you a particular role, a particular place, a particular set of gifts and abilities to be used in His church for the common good. And if we have pictures with holes in them, then who suffers? The, all of us, right? Because it's for everybody's good. It's for building up our maturity together. So it's really important that we understand where our peace fits and then that we actually allow the Spirit to put us there and to use it. Put, put your puzzles back together again if they've got holes in them. You see, when you have a complete puzzle, that's when the Spirit really works. That's when the Spirit really flows. That's when you see revival. If we as a church were like this now, all these different areas of ministry, all of us knowing where we fit in, all of us allowing the Spirit of God to flow through us, there would be revival. That's what revival is. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about Inika or, or P or, or, you know, or Savash. Or, it's not about any individual. It's about all of us. You just need one person to have their peace out, and then that whole ministry is incomplete and therefore less effective. Do you understand? The Spirit of God works in that way. We are all vital. And if we all play our part, if we all say yes to the things that he's called us to do, whatever they are, if we all know where that fits in together, then you'll see, you know the picture I had of that boat flying? That's what you'll see. So I want you to go and think today. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the common good, for the building up of his church. Do I know what that means for me? Where I fit? In the kingdom? And secondly, am I doing it? Because if I am, and I am, am I then encouraging others to do it? You know, the great thing I saw about you guys was like, oh, that bit goes there. Oh, no, you put your bit in there. And there was a real encouragement for you to kind of work together to see the whole. That's the church of Jesus Christ. That's the kingdom of God.
And that's what he calls us to be and to do. Let's pray. Father.